Hello everyone, this is Josh from the Wrestling with the Bullies podcast. I'm here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain that it's free. There's creation tools that help you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. They go through Apple Podcasting and pretty much anywhere that sets up uh, podcasting for you. Also, you can make your money from your podcast too. Like, and it doesn't take that much at all for you to be able to do it too. So, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If you guys are interested, just go to the app in the app, both the iOS and the Android store, or you could go to their website at Andrew, uh, anchor.fm. Thank you and have a good day. All right. Hello, everybody. We're, uh, this is the Wrestling with the Willies podcast. We're talking about, I know it's a little bit behind, but we're talking about uh, Extreme Rules 2021 edition. And Good night. This was a horrible pay per view. It was or- like a glorified raw. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or- that's all it was. It's like it was. Oh man, I was just not enthused about the whole damn show. I think when we watched uh, all, what was it, All Out? When uh, I was just like, oh, I'm not looking forward to Extreme Rules, and I was definitely. <laughs> like, I was not like intrigued with the, what they did better with this match or like the whole thing. It was just like, okay, yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we didn't watch the uh, kickoff show, but it looks like Liv Morgan and defeated Carmella. Yeah, they that were doing something where they were talking, and then Carmella was trying to be like, "Yeah, I'm hotter than you," and I was like, "Is that your whole gimmick?" Just that saying have, I'm hotter than you. I mean, that may have been better to be on the pay-per-view, honestly, compared to some of those other yeah, shit. Yeah, some of the matches, on. yeah. The New Day and Bobby Lashley one. I just don't understand why that was even on there. Probably the time. You know what the worst part is? It was almost the longest match of the pay-per-view. Yeah. And I was... Uh, I, mean, I don't... <laughs> I don't even know why I was on here. It's like, it just seemed like knowing that Big E is the champ, they didn't want him just not off the pay-per-view, right? So they're like, oh, we'll just come up with a match for him. That's Yeah, and they came up with like. Bobby Lashley tagging with AJ and Almost. Yeah. I'm like, and Almost doesn't do anything. So I'm like, I don't even understand. You get rid of Braun Strowman, and I've said this numerous times, you get rid of Braun Strowman because you have this guy. And this guy's not doing shit. It's like, okay, so I see it was literally just a budget thing. Yeah, yeah but- that's what, and I think that they got rid of Braun because they wanted to afford Brock Lesnar's paycheck. <laughs> that's what it seems like. Yeah, but like their TV least. contract is too bent, whatever, from Fox and all that shit. Yeah. It's not like they didn't get a lot of money from all that hey, crap. Hey, and I, Peacock I and all that other crap. I don't really understand. I don't get all the budget budgeting they're doing right now I, it's yeah, like they're prepping uh, to sell or something they're doing something i don't know exactly what they're trying to introduce but it's just it's just annoying to see because i'm well, like funny seeing th- all these wrestlers but then like the stories that they tell is like stuff that they do with every wrestler 
I, I'm like, when I see the same damn type of match with these people where they do it on Raw, right? They hyped up more on Raw than they did on this whole entire pay-per-view. And I might as well just mention one match on this whole entire card was an Extreme Rules match, otherwise known as Hardcore Match. It seemed like a waste of a pay-per-view named Extreme Rules when there's only one match that does it. It's like, okay, it's fine when it's to a certain degree when they do that shit with Hell in a Cell or Elimination Chamber. Okay, that's fine. You only do like two of them during that or like three max, right? But like an Extreme Rules thing is like ending feuds probably if they did that shit. And it's like they just did it just to do it. Right, like they just uh, needed a pay per view for this place, so they just. And when we get to it, the ending was almost just as bad as AEW's explosion match. But yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, like that's why I say, like the AEW stuff. Every once in a while, it's like a miss when we miss stuff, and it's kind of disappointing. But like I've been seeing wonky finishes and stupid crap on WWE pay-per-views like constantly there's always like when I think the last pay-per-view that we reviewed was SummerSlam where uh, it was Becky coming back and I thought it was stupid where she lost like after like five or one after like five seconds but most of these matches I was not enthused to see like the New Day versus Bobby Lashley uh, tag team match or a six man tag match, well, I didn't care to see. I yeah, didn't part think of it going to be on the pay per view. None of these had a build up, except I would say the only one that really had a build up was Charlotte and Alexa. Yeah, pretty much, and maybe yeah. Becky and Bianca, and obviously Roman Reigns and Finn Balor kind of did, but I mean, the rest of them. There was no real build-up. I mean, yeah, you can't say there's a build-up with Damian Priest <clears throat> and Sheamus because Jeff Hardy was thrown into this thing. I mean, it was like... Yeah, and that's really something that they would do on Raw. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, just all this shit is just like... Well, the crazy part is, is on together. Raw and SmackDown, they do all this shit over again. So yeah. You'll see Extreme Rules, and then on Monday Night on Raw, they'll have the same matches. Yeah. So, I They'll think New Day fought Zusos again. <laughs> I think New Day fought them again, or it was something. Yeah, I they don't brought back the hurt business. Yeah, that's I mean, what the... happened. Like, even though it doesn't make any sense because he pretty much wrecked both Cedric and Shelton and kicked them out, but then okay, just storyline wise, we'll just put them together right now just for him to lose again. It's, it didn't make sense that you just get rid of the story plot line and just because you Well, were they didn't even explain it. how they got back together. Well, that's they what I'm saying. They, don't, they miss holes on shit. <laughs> they and do stories where it doesn't, like, it fits for anybody instead of just one person. 
Good God, that's the main thing that's pissing me off about this shit. Well, and then Usos and Street Profits, that was kind of the same thing. It's like all of a sudden the Street Profits were in a match with them. But I'm getting tired of seeing the Usos getting pushed. It almost kind of reminds me of Charlotte to an extent. Well, I, I don't mean, get how somebody main... that has a DUI multiple times, they win the title right afterwards. And then they keep it for a long time. Yeah. And like, like they've, uh, I'm like, I, and I like the Street Profits. And like, the main thing was during this match that made me laugh was like when they and try to act like Angela Dawkins is huge. And then they're like, for he's quick for a big man. He's not a big man, though. Like, compared to like all the other dudes, he's just like weighs like maybe like 50 pounds more than some of the other guys. But like, it's just like that type of logic where it's just like, oh, you wouldn't be surprised with this stuff, like with Omos and all these other people. It's like they tell the same stories with other people, and I pretty much could have slept through 90% of this damn pay-per-view. <laughs> and it's not against any of the wrestlers or the talent. It's just that they don't tell stories right. And like the bloodline thing is probably their best story right now. But even then, it's like they were trying to build up the Usos where they were getting them into, like, singles titles pushes. That's what it seemed like at one point. And then they keep them together as a tag team. And then it's like most of these matches, well, they didn't do any title switches. Yeah, I mean, once do... they, they, I think they should do what the Usos at least, is break them up. And one stays bloodline, and the other one goes face. That's yeah. what I. That's what I really think they should do. And he goes against whichever one goes against the bloodline. I really don't care who it is. That's what they should have done to begin with. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, when it comes to them, I don't think they give a shit because you know they're the champs. So it's like from a storyline perspective on their end, they're they're making out. But I mean. Yeah. For the people watching, I just don't agree. I don't well, think that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, I'm just tired of seeing the same people. And, like, for the past, like, the main tag team champs that they've done for the past, like, let me say two or three years at least, has been Usos, New Day, and that's pretty much it. Those are the two main ones, tag teams. Then ended up having the Taladol builds for the longest amount of time. Then there yeah, was Viking Raiders, boring. which only had same. it for a couple months. Then there was Street Profits that only had it like three or four months. It's like they uh, they'll sprinkle in some other people, but like ninety percent of the time, it's either New Day having the titles or it's uh, the Usos. Since we're doing this on Friday, I'll have to watch the SmackDown and see. Well, what the I've already is. seen Hit Row. They brought up already. And I was like, "What? They already brought up Hit Row? What?" So that means that probably, um, what's his name? That's Swerve Scott, right? Swerve Scott is probably going to lose the North American title. Uh, at one point, I don't know when, but <clears throat> unless he already lost it already. Uh, and then they brought up Austin Theory again. <laughs> it's like, and I don't know who else, but then they're naming Bearcat for Keith Lee when Keith yeah. Lee can't be just Keith Lee. 
What? Why come up with a stupid ass nickname like Bearcat? Ugh. That that's my problem with this all the time. As like they push the same fucking people. They didn't even give oh. Nikki A.S.H. like any time with the title. They gave it and like they dropped Rhea Ripley's title win like super quick and Charlotte, and then on top of that, then Charlotte goes in this match and destroys Lily. So now they're pretty much trying to turn Alexa straight again. Like, where she doesn't do all this crazy shit again. <laughs> it's like, man, good lord. They do not stick with storylines or they just drop them at the end of a hat. It's like they do, uh, they do write themselves into a corner and then they're like, you know what? How it solves it? I'm just going to fucking do stupid bullshit like tearing up Lily. Like, that had anything to do with where powers came from. <clears throat> Lily was just made up like months later like after Bray left or like after they pretty much took him off the air but yeah and I mean I read that Alexa's taking time off so that kind of makes that's sense what I heard too but, lost, but... but it's understandable knowing that she lost but did you have to tear up Lily no that's what I'm saying that, I mean, it's like, saying. well like, it's the same thing with this storyline which I like but it's like, where are you going to go with it? With uh, Shanna Baszler, you know, destroying Nia Jax and Eva Marie's shoulders. Yeah. And hopefully I mean, they have her just destroy everyone. I would like to end up seeing that. Well, that's Shana. this is that payoff that they fail with all the time. Because this is what they kind of were doing with Braun Strowman, where he was wrecking everything. And then he lost to a little dude. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'm waiting. They'll do the same thing to Shanna, I think. She'll go through this time where she'll wreck everybody and then she'll lose to some no-name. Yeah, or lose to Charlotte. Or, no offense, Becky Lynch, who's this tiny person. I mean, in comparison to someone like Shayna Baszler. I mean, is Shayna on on SmackDown or is she on Raw? She's on Raw, but I don't know what's going to happen after the draft. I mean, Yeah, I don't know who's getting... That's what I said. You know, once they do all that shit, then you'll know what's really going to what the plans are i mean yeah until then that's the main thing with this whole pay-per-view is that it felt like it didn't i'm like you ain't missing anything like at least well we weren't because we saw all of this on raw yeah well that's what i'm saying it's like or smackdown you watch both shows like instead of doing it on uh SummerSlam, they did it on Raw for Big E winning, which I was hoping that they would do where he would go against Lashley, and he did. I like how he teased it during the whole entire show. They like, did that because so- AEW's ratings. Yeah, well, I mean that's and the, the that's funny the thing. Problem. Is, did you yeah. watch Raw this week? No. Did you notice they're doing the picture-in-picture stuff now during commercials? <laughs> Of course they are. Of course yeah. they are. You know? Yeah, so, I mean, they're copying stuff that obviously they're deeming that's working. Well, yeah. I mean, like, the problem is is that they don't care when it comes to their... Like, the always the thing that kills me is knowing that they try to do these... Uh, like, you would think that they would write for their wrestlers, right? If you're getting these people that are from movies 
writing fucking storylines and shit like that. Why the fuck can't they just talk to the talent they're making stories for? You know, it just, uh, like, all these people, it would be refreshing to see this shit where they were understanding the talent that they're working with, right? Instead of just well, writing on a pad. It's like that other well, you have writers that Bobby write for Lashley's name. Yeah, they write for TV, right? But they don't know wrestling. But then second, they have to follow what Vince McMahon wants. And I think Vince McMahon's stuck in the 80s. And the yeah. people he's got around him are stuck in that time frame. The shit doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And uh, um, and it shows. That's the reason why they're losing. Right. I mean, it's a contributing factor, right? Like Because a lot of people are doing what me uh, we did, where we're just doing everything on the internet, and then we pay streaming people, right? Like, a lot of people are doing that because it saves you some money. Right. Compared to like fucking like uh, if I'm over here, I'm paying like one hundred and thirty bucks a month for cable, which is fucking insane. That's a lot of money just for fucking cable. Problem and, is, as you turn it into streaming like YouTube TV, all that stuff, they're they're just as expensive. I mean, yeah. I mean, not nearly as expensive, but yeah. Like, no, but when you add the other stuff on, I mean, like, you know, HBO Max still costs $15 a month, and Netflix still costs X amount of dollars. Hulu's X amount of dollars. So if you have all that stuff, yeah, you like that's, over on, that's I mean, why you got to be picky and choosy with whatever you end up getting. But I'm saying, like, it's a contrib, like, it's both a combination of people not want to pay for cable anymore because there's so much places, so many places that you can watch TV and soak it in and stuff like that. Like, uh, or, and it's like people are not enjoying WWE as much. Like, I know the funny thing is I'm looking at this. Yeah. This pay-per-view was three hours long, right? Yeah. When I add up the times, (laughs) 31 24 it's like an hour and a half of wrestling yeah and there was a lot of commercials and shit so it tells you there that there was a shit ton of filler during that pay-per-view yeah well i mean that's the that's the problem it's like the damian priest match and stuff like that the triple threat was cool but also at the same time it's stuff that i've seen already like, well, I again, mean, they fight every week on Raw. Yeah, it's not anything I different. Mean, it's, <laughs> it's like whenever Dolph Ziggler was going against. I mean, I mean, like, going up to this match, Damian. Every week on Raw, Damian Priest would have an open challenge, and Sheamus would come out. Yeah. So and it's then, like, <sighs> it's yeah. I mean, so you're seeing this on Raw. It's kind of a moot. That's the thing about talking on this paper, the, about this pay per view on the podcast this time is, you know, it's kind of like, did you see Raw this week or did you see SmackDown? Well, then you saw the pay per view. Yeah. Definitely. Because, like, the results no, were there the was same. Like, oh, man. Like, a lot of the damn matches were disappointing because you've seen them already. Nothing switched, uh, switched titles. So there was no, like, anything to be, like, an, of note. All except for the last match, right? 
or well, the, like the two main ones are the Charlotte and Alexa one, and then the last match. Those are the two biggest bullshit uh, matches that I thought of. Because I mean, I like Charlotte Flair, but not she's not the end all be all, no matter what it is. And then I don't care for her. I never have. I think her wrestling's okay, but. She does that damn moonsault all the time, and she lands next to the person every time. And I don't understand how that move even gets used. Because every time she does it, she never lands on the person. Yeah. Never. And that's what I'm saying. It's like... So it's like, what's the point? I mean, you know, it'd be different if it was close, but it's very blatant that she's not even coming into contact with the person. Yeah. So it's like, why are you using it? And then uh, the crowd is stupid half the time when they do, like... Oh, dude, like... Holy shit. For the holy shit moment during the last match, or that the whole pay-per-view, they were calling out for fucking tables. Yeah. Right. Oh, holy shit. It's like, dude, like, I don't watch wrestling just so I can, or at least an extreme rules pay per view for me to watch these, um, see somebody go through a fucking table. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my least favorite thing because I see table spots in every but then you hardcore. See it and it's like a holy shit moment. No, it isn't. No, like when we're in a system where like we Holy have shit ECW you moments, still, like, well, there... it reminds me, like on the All In pay per view when Ray Phoenix jumped off the top of the cage, <laughs> and yeah. that's a holy shit moment when you're jumping 15 feet in the air, dude. A holy shit moment for me, or like, it's like the New Jack the moment. It's like, or yeah, that that's one too because you didn't expect it at all. It's like when New Jack legit tried to kill that dude by throwing him off the damn. Uh, they did like a what's it called a scaffold match, right? And they had like millions of damn tables like lined up everywhere. And this was like a few months before. I think it was like a year or two before because there was a move that they were supposed to do where they were supposed to go through ta- two tables and the guy that was in the match choked. He couldn't do it, so New Jack pulled him. <laughs> he pulled him down, and knowing that he did that, all his force went onto New Jack's head when he went through the he went through the table, pretty much missed the table. And then the dude's full weight went onto his head. So he had internal bleeding in his head. He almost died. So then it was pretty much like he was thinking about it the whole time. So when they had the blow-off match, I would say, but like that's why I say New Jack's fucking crazy. He sits there and does this scaffold match with them. And then there's tables everywhere. If anybody wanted to check it out, I wouldn't recommend it. It's just, like, fucking brutal. Like, and he even says in the Dark Side of the Ring episode where he said because of that moment where he almost killed him, he, he wanted to kill the dude. He he hoped that he missed the fucking tables and shit. So he legit flung him off the scaffold and tried to throw, throw him on the concrete. <laughs> He missed, thankfully, and the guy's okay. 
to a degree. I don't know. I, I don't remember what exactly happened, but that's an oh shit moment or a holy shit moment to me. Is shit where it's just like, how the fuck? I hope this dude's alive, right? But I've seen shit come off the tables a bunch of times. I'm like, I'm like, I like the the holy shit moment for me with Tommaso Ciampa when he did the white noise off of the top on top of the cage, that type of stuff. Because you don't expect that shit. It's like one time I've seen like the crossbody off the top rope and stuff like that. I've seen that a million times, right? But seeing something different, like the white noise off the top rope, or like doing something like Ricochet's, like uh, his 630, I think it's the 630, his little uh, moonsault thing, or not moonsault, but you get what I mean. His finisher, he did that shit off the top rope. It's like that type of shit is like holy shit moment to me. If I see them just doing a choke slam through a damn fucking table, I'm not going to be like, "Oh, oh, okay, that's cool." I mean, holy shit. No, I've seen it plenty of times. That's why eventually they're going to run out of shit for me to be surprised about, you know. Going to be like, "Holy shit, that doesn't scare me at all." <laughs> and that's the and that's one thing that I think Jerry Lawler talked about. And like why you didn't like ECW or care for it at all or to a certain degree was because if they just did all hardcore stuff, you would keep having to up the ante every time to make it worse. And then eventually somebody would die on a pay-per-view or some shit. And practically they almost did a few times, but Sorry, I went on uh, sidetrack, but that's why I say, like, these holy shit moments where they're just, like, going through a table is just beyond me. <laughs> you all, and, I agree. And, yeah, and this, yeah, anyway. <laughs> like, that's a, and that's the main thing. And by far the best match on the, of the, of the night was Becky and, B, and Bianca. Yeah, but, and I, I, you know, the one thing that helps Bianca, sorry is her hair because she yeah. can use it in different ways and she can use it in different ways that's not customary for a match so that and that's one thing i like about that too and like i agree like at like least there was two or three times i think becky things. pulled on her hair yeah that, and that's what i'm saying at least they could do other stuff like they could change it up with her hair, like do certain things in mid batch that nobody else could do unless they do the same thing Bianca does. But I mean, that would just be ripping off Bianca, though. <laughs> in this case, though, it was right. What the ending was probably the best, a uh, good one because Sasha hasn't been back and she never really got the match that she was supposed to get. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, and that's why I say this was the match of the night, even though that I didn't really care for the ending all that much. Just well, they've done it how they ended it, but yeah, do it a lot. That's what I'm saying. It's like I understand that, and it feels like it's like okay, you wanted to see this match, and then they're just like, hey, guess what? Get intrigued for the next month, right? Because uh, I don't remember what the next pay per view is. Uh, I don't think it, it's probably hell. 
No, hold on. I know that they did Hell in a Cell. I forgot what they switched with it. Um, I don't think it's Fastlane, but it's something else in the next pay per view. I know that they did Crown Jewel, isn't it? Oh, maybe it is Crown Jewel. Yeah, it's Crown Jewel, and then Survivor Series in November, and then TLC in December. I didn't know if they were doing like two different things or not. Nope. For that, okay. Well, I mean. Honestly, we'll I'm be on still the cruise. saying on this so, podcast, no, then we'll be on the cruise. It's probably yeah. either if we're gonna talk about it, it's gonna be late. <laughs> yep. Or we just won't because I don't care. Yeah, because we'll be doing. A, we will be doing a podcast, but it'll be on the boat. Yep. And I don't know exactly when during it. <laughs> yeah, or who we might be able to get on it. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, there's a way that we could get somebody on it. But I mean, like, fingers crossed. But I'm hoping for. I'm not expecting anything. Oh, I'm not either. Yeah. Yeah. And she turned around. Chick. She was like in shape, like her hair everywhere, and then she just gives it to Sasha. Sasha's like, and then goes and beats her up. So I'm like, Ooh, that's gonna be threat next. Uh, no, if it's gonna, probably not gonna be a crown jewel. Let's be honest, it's probably gonna be SummerSlam or something, unless they're gonna be fully clothed and shit. Because we are in the 19 fucking 20s or some shit. Where females can't just be in regular clothes, like in regular wrestling clothes. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, and then let's might as well get to the Roman Reigns and Finn Balor match. Holy shit. Like, I'm so tired of commenting on Roman Reigns' matches. Because well, it was the same match again. Fun. Yeah. But then they added in. This shit at the end, which yeah, which was one of the worst things. Which I don't understand why or how they're even going to explain it. And like I said, I wonder if, if anything they probably ain't SmackDown. going to. If well, anything, they're just going to the be fucking, like, oh shit, the 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 ropes just gave way. It's like what? I mean, I mean, it's one thing when you got two giant people like Big Show and Mark Henry, right? Giant people. And then you rig it to like fucking have the ring implode during a suplex. A super well, place. he had to have made sure he wasn't going to hurt himself because the well, way that dropped. That, yeah. Like, and it looked like, uh, I mean, he was probably selling his leg doing it. But like, also at the same time, if you don't land right, you're probably going to hurt yourself. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, but like, the thing just dropped. It's not like, you know, it kind of, it's not like when, uh, you know, the big guys do the suplex and the, the ring collapses. This, yeah. he was standing on the ropes and they just dropped. I mean, that's yeah, almost it was like, like he was waiting to like do a take, move. Yeah, it's and almost it's just like, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like taking something underneath your feet when you're standing somewhere. Yeah. I mean, so it's like there could have been a major injury, honestly. If Yeah, and they could have done something different. Good God. They had the bloodline. They could have introduced somebody else to be with the bloodline to beat him up or do something other than, 
That just like, and it made well, sense and, because I saw the demon lose now. Like now, the demon doesn't mean shit now because. Well, I think I found out that I think Samoa Joe beat him when he was the demon too, like in NXT. But like uh, as the demon in WWE, he was undefeated. But still, I mean, like they made him look like such a punk. Good God, it's like, hey, I'm totally fine. And like the music can't and kicked in, and then they just like that's the main thing that killed me, right? They had him just like no sell it like Bray. And then his music kicked in, and then he gets up on the top rope, and then it just ceases and breaks. The best highlights of this match I keep talking about is Roman's shit talking. I love the damn shit talking, especially when he was like Bitch, you ain't getting no damn tables. <laughs> that was by far my favorite part. And that's like one thing out of the whole match. That and him putting the mask on when he went. Like, I mean, he was probably just trying to be safe, too. But that was actually kind of like, came off was, as funny. Because... Yeah, him putting it on to be like, he's like, get the fuck away from me. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to be around y'all. <laughs> But, uh, like, those two moments were the best part in the match. But everything else was just bullshit. Because they st- and they have the bloodline come out for another fucking time. And then he no-sells shit, gets up, and then fucking goes down. And then he's out. And then he gets, like, what was it? The, the, the spear? And then they pin him, like, one, two, three, like, fucking quick as shit. It's like, really? Come on, man. Yeah, just know, embarrassing. Right. Just embarrassing. Because why the fuck am I watching your product, man? Other than doing the podcast, am I really getting anything off of watching your pay-per-views? <laughs> like, right now, no. <laughs> Except for me getting a little bit of enjoyment by saying, you ain't getting no fucking tables. And then they brought out tables anyway. <laughs> So it's like, come on, man. Uh, but yeah, it's probably going to be a short podcast anyway. But mostly because they didn't have that much matches and it was lame as shit. Well, there were only seven, I think, what is it, six or seven matches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we I already knew went there was going to be crap anyway. I already knew that it was going to be crap because, I mean, it's nice whenever you're pleasantly surprised, but like when every match was just either straight from Raw or like stupid, made me be like, man, what are they doing with Alexa now? Oh, okay. She doesn't need Lily to like win. We know this already. Okay. I liked her crazy, uh, brave version of Alexa Bliss. Okay. I think everybody did. And then now you're just going to bring her back as Alexa Bliss again, which is not anything different. Like, oh, I'm going to come back as a heel again, which you did for like four or five fucking years. It's like, what else are you going to fucking do? You know? Uh, So. (sighs) So on that note, we're probably like, I don't know if we'll just like uh, do Crown Jewel. If you guys really want us to do Crown Jewel, maybe we will, but. Uh, I don't know. So far as I, because the only thing that's on there that I know of right now is fucking uh, Brock Lesnar and Roman, I think. Did they announce any other matches? 
if anything, I wouldn't be surprised if they haven't yet, but I mean, I would envision that they'll get moving towards it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like Goldberg is going to go against Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't but, surprise me. Yeah, but if anything, they'll probably do that at like because uh, they've been pushing that. I mean, Goldberg talked on Raw last week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, what did they have it like where he where they went uh did a pre video tape like yeah. at mm-hmm. his place or something? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means that it's either at Crown Jewel or at Survivor Series. Either one. I mean, it makes sense, but still, it's like I don't care to see like fucking people that obviously can't really wrestle at the same level as they did before. Like, and Goldberg wasn't that great of a wrestler beforehand. Like, he just reminds me of Ultimate Warrior, essentially. Like, where he was just so fucking hype, but he wasn't that great of a wrestler. Like, everything else, like, was okay. Like, and, like, what made you want to see Ultimate Warrior was his hypeness. And that's kind of like how Goldberg is. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess we might as well end it. We will. I guess we will talk to you guys sometime in October, like near the end of October, at least. So during the cruise and stuff, because the Chris Jericho cruise is gonna be fun. I'm hoping to boop Chris Statlander and do the thumbs up with Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, maybe we should bring milk for Kurt Angle too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but <coughs> oh, damn, jeez, sorry, everybody. Yeah, no, that just came out of nowhere. But for everybody at the Wrestling with the Willies podcast and Heart of Geek, we will talk to you in the next episode. Bye, people. Peace. Uh, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, you can check out all of our social media accounts, which is The Heart of Geek, and our Twitch channel is Heart of Geek. If you guys wanted to leave any comments or questions uh, relate towards our Facebook page, Instagram, or Anything else that you could possibly leave a comment and recommend us anything else to do in the meantime. And for all of that, thank you for enjoying wrestling with the Willies.